Hello there, October 22nd, day two of chronicling my new journey. I was going to say my journey with um, Aquarian Sadhana, of committing to myself, of being out on my own. I don't know. I don't know how to easily summarize what I'm, what, what this is. (laughs) It just is what it is. Um, but I have, uh, been becoming more intentional with my time as per my friend Marion, who has this program workflow wonder, which may or may not actually be an active thing right now, but I signed up for this program earlier this year and, uh, didn't do it. Um, but I'm going back to it and, um, setting a calendar and figuring out how to best use my time. Like there's this thing, right? Like time is, feels like we don't have enough of it. I've, I've often felt that way. And like when I was working, I felt that way and like, Oh, how do I fit everything in? And then like going to having a lot of time on my hands is actually more overwhelming for me because I haven't had, um, an imposed structure and I'm forced to, I'm really asked to figure out what drives how I use my time from a place of my own deep desire uh, without the without it being informed by the need to please satisfy or care for other people and uh, <laughs> it seems like a dream and and it is it's a gift I'm grateful for it it's what I wanted but it's hard it is really a challenge um, so anyway as part of that I have on my schedule every day uh, set aside some time to record my experience of the morning, whatever I want to talk about, and upload it to the podcast. Sort of a little little diary of sorts um, to share my experience. So today, uh, and and my main thing is it's it's like a big part of it's for me because I want to. Uh, see how my relationship to this new practice evolves and what comes of it. Uh, And I also uh, want that to, you know, to be available for other people to have a glimpse into, Uh, even though that feels as I'm speaking it now a little like, Ooh, it's vulnerable. Like what if it all goes to shit? (laughs) But, I mean, it is what it is. And I can commit to just showing up and being with what happens. Um, My coach, Courtney, had a great post on Instagram that I shared yesterday about how that's our job, is to move whatever is showing up and let it move through us. Um, And that's that. Whatever it is, it's got to go. And... It's so, it's so simple, and yet I resist that so, so much. Um, often keeping myself busy or distracted so that I can't even, 
acknowledge or become truly aware of the thing that's wanting to move through. And then it, like, it doesn't mean that the thing isn't there. It just, like, accumulates and gets stored. And it's like the mail that piles up on the desk that eventually I've got to sit down and go through. And I'm really guilty of that as well, Um, both snail mail and my inbox. Um, And that's that, like, how you do one thing is how you do all things. And I fucking hate that saying because it's true. (laughs) It it's revealing. Um, so, hmm. Yeah. I've been doing this scheduling stuff and I'm behind already today, but I'm recording into my calendar. What's really happened. I did do my sadhana this morning. I resisted and woke up late feeling really tense and tight. And I realized that Uh, like I heard Courtney's voice in my head, like it's got to move, but I just want to like lay in bed and curl up in a ball and, and hide from it. I was like, okay, it's got to move up out of bed into the cold shower, into my sadhana and being there with it. Uh, my body was, was acting up and I had to love it through and I did it and I did my mantras and it felt really, really good. I could feel part of myself parts stabilizing parts thawing parts feeling the tension that I know like will come to a release at some point and I think that's part of an appreciation that I'm seeing for really committing to this daily practice and doing the same thing, which is something that I am so resistant to because it can be so boring, so boring. I'm doing the same freaking Kriya, the same chants, but there's a beauty in that. And it's not even like, oh, I'm doing yoga every morning. It is the same, the same movements for the roughly the same time, at least in the same, um, the same ratio of time because uh, like you can scale it like a recipe. Most of the, the movements are done for one to three minutes. So I've been doing them for a minute and a half. And um, I was chatting with a friend who's doing this and she said, you know, today she, she's like, okay, what, what happens if I do the full amount of time for each? And I, I was like, yeah, what happens if like, maybe I could try that let's see what changes, what shifts, but it's always in the same ratio of, of time, um, and the same movements. And so to, to do that gives, it's like an anchor. So it's like, you know, it's like in the scientific method, I guess (laughs) it is, it's a science. Kundalini is a science. Um, it's like controlled variables and body has a opportunity body and mind to show up and, and shift. So I'm feeling subtle shifts and there's a part of me that's like frustrated because there are things that I want to change more. There are things that I don't want to hurt. There are things that I want to feel and that, that craving for it, the want of it, actually gets in the way of the having it. It's this like weird fucked up 
energetic law of, of like grabbiness repelling the thing. And I know that, and yet, well, here I am, it's still a thing. And I also know that as I show up and as I love that part of me that wants it so badly, and I, I let myself know that it's going to be okay, and this is just how it is, and everything changes, that everything will change. And, like, it'll appear to me probably like some magical moment, magical act. And, and I'll be like, Whoa, wow, that was, that was easy. That was simple. That just happened. Um, and it'll be great. Um, so not gonna lie. I'm looking forward to that. And that whole looking forward to it kind of keeps it away. Fucked up. Like I said, so, um, I did that and I took a walk this morning. That is is something else like getting out and being with the the rising sunlight. So like I finish my sadhana around 7 a.m. That's when the sun rises. I can get out. It was a foggy day, foggy morning. But I walked and I'm in a new neighborhood that I think I mentioned reminds me of a neighborhood I used to live in and but I've never explored this part of it. So I walked to a new coffee shop and I just felt really good. And it was a weird walk. I, I felt good and I was noticing a lot around me. I noticed this cat that was just sitting in some ice plant along the road above like a, a care facility, like a, looked like a, maybe a senior rehabilitation facility. And there was an old guy out in a walker and he watched me stop to try and see if this cat was friendly. And he just watched me and the cat watched me and we all watched each other. And the cat was like, yeah, no, I'm just going to sit here. But it was also like kind of looking at something else. And then I noticed that across the road, there was a man with like a moving blanket chasing a very pretty duck, goose. I don't know. It was pretty. It was a pretty bird and it was like moving around. I'm, I'm moving like the bird you can't see, but it, it like, he was trying to catch it. It didn't want to be caught, but it couldn't move that fast and it couldn't like actually get up and fly. And he chased it around like a car. So like, I was like watching this, watching the cat, watch it, watching the man watch me. And it was just this like circle of like energetic watching with like the guy chasing the duck. I'm not sure he had any clue that people were watching him. And I'm wondering like, where'd the duck come from? Why did he, did it escape your truck? Like there was like a kind of construction looking like work truck that he was in. Anyway, he eventually caught it. And it didn't take this long. I feel like it's taking me longer to explain it than the actual process. He caught it. He tossed it in the truck. He U-turned and he was out of there and he was like, I, I caught up to him sipping coffee at a light. And I really want to be like, what's the story? And I just chuckled like, what a morning. What a life. What a world. What, like everyone's just here on their own journey. Like I'm waking up at 4 a.m., kind of taking a cold shower, doing this sauna, this guy's chasing ducks, the cat sitting and watching something. I don't know the old guy's story in the home. And, like, just, wow. I got to witness that little, little tiny sliver 
of life happening. Um, and I would have missed it if I hadn't decided I'm not going to lay down and go back to sleep. I'm going to go out for a walk and I'm going to, I'm going to move and I'm going to be in this flow of life. Uh, And I passed a lot of people walking dogs and people felt friendlier, but I know that I was friendlier. Probably I was in a more aware and engaged place. Uh, and it was really nice. I had a crappy latte though. I treated myself. I was like, Oh, I haven't had a pumpkin spice latte. Like, I'm going to go ahead and have one. It was awful. I don't know. It was just, yeah, it wasn't good. And I, I went back and I asked, I was like, Oh, you know, just curious what's in it. I thought maybe there was dairy in it. She's like, it's just pumpkin and some spices. And I was like, Oh, okay. It's like, can I get some honey in here? And the guy was kind of annoyed. And I, like, I could feel myself going to take it personally. I was like, whatever. Like he can be annoyed. I have, I can, I can have a, a preference on this and I can ask for what I want. And, you know, that's fine. Like we can each have our own experience and, you know, I don't have to make anything wrong about any of it. Um, I just won't go back there and and get that thing again, you know? Um, and it was a, like, I could feel myself want to do those things or want to like, let this little thing, like this little, like, thing in the morning like interfere with all the goodness I was feeling and I was like no 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 nope nope this this just is what it is like hmm. like I get to keep all this goodness you can't take that away um and then I came home and I I got I I did things around the house and I got back into things oh while I was at the coffee shop, this, this was important. And I, I'm going to try and keep these under 15 minutes, except for probably today's because there's something that I want to share. And, uh, this coffee shop is not far from where in 2018, I, I had a consult with a general surgeon who looked at my CT when when the doctor who I was seeing at the time had said, what do you think this pain's about? And I said, I think it's my appendix. And she said, well, let's get a CT of your appendix. So they did that CT. They sent me to a surgeon and he said, oh, it's a cyst on your ovary. It's not your appendix, which was like the whole storyline, right? And I was like, oh, okay. He's like, I mean, we could like take it out, but that's, you know, an elective surgery and blah, 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 and don't recommend it, da, 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 da. I was like, oh, fuck that. Like, I don't, I don't want elective surgery. I don't, uh, like, I was just freaked out, fed up, fucking over it, like, frustrated. And it was like, after that, I was just like, I'm fine. I'm fine. This must just all be in my head. I'm just going to live my life. And when I was diagnosed and the gynecological oncologist looked at me and said, why didn't they take out your appendix? why didn't they look at your appendix? And I was just like, why didn't they look at my appendix? I don't know. Um, like I ended up having a lot of anger directed towards this surgeon. Um, and at the medical system in general for what I felt like was a dismissal of 
of what I knew, what I thought I knew. And it's really anger directed towards myself for not being more sure, for not trusting myself more, for not, for not, if, if, for not pursuing what I knew, for wanting someone else to validate me before I could accept it as truth. And, you know, like, I do feel like there is some responsibility. Like, I struggle with this. Like, oh, with the sovereignty, like, it's all our responsibility. But also, it's the responsibility of someone else that we are entering into a relationship of care like that to to listen in some ways. And if they're not, then it is our responsibility to pursue someone who will, right? I don't know. It's 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 a two-way street ish. But anyway, this coffee shop was near the imaging center, or not the imaging center, but the surgical place that I went to. And I saw this man in scrubs and I had this moment of like, oh my God, that's him. Like a face I didn't think I'd ever see again that I had actually considered, like I, I considered going to the office and like telling him and like, but I've recognized that like, well, that's not really appropriate. I've also considered writing a letter and letting this person know like this, this was misdiagnosed and missed and this happened to me and this is real. And maybe you don't know that appendix cancer is a thing and maybe you should because it is a very real thing. And had maybe who knows like I'll never know maybe he didn't know and if he knew maybe someone maybe that'll help someone else right he does he has no idea what happened to me he probably doesn't even remember who I am but I saw him and I don't even know if it was him I thought about getting up and checking and seeing like I could see his name on on his scrubs and I just froze and, like, these scenarios played in my head. Like, what would I say? And I realized that this is something that, like, I... Like, it's bringing up a lot of emotion to me now. And so, like, I'm going to spend some time with this later. I'll put that on my schedule. And write it out. Talk it out. Role play it. Move it. I feel like there's some rage under there. I watched him get in his car... Or turn around, I thought to get up and like, oh, maybe I can see when he gets in his car. I was like, what am I going to do? What does it matter? But it showed me that like, I do have some kind of desire to engage with whatever this feeling is in me. So I didn't know. I, I stayed put. I waited till he left. And then I was like, okay, I got to get up and move. Like what's happening here? I kind of went into a freeze response. I can feel like something wanted to move. So I just started walking and I started feeling like this anger and this visualizing and this like kind of like losing. I, I was kind of losing connection to my myself. And then I walked by this house and saw a giraffe, this yard, beautiful yard. And it had all kinds of like, uh, uh, metal sculptures and wood and ceramic like a lot going on but but tasteful and a lot of like animals and there were giraffes many giraffes and I love giraffes I just 
they have this elevated perspective. Their their necks are like out there, right? Like feel like this willingness to like stick their neck out, to see above everything, to move with such grace in this awkward form that they inhabit. And it like pulled me back into my breath. And I just stood, I think people were in the house too. I think they saw me. I just stood staring at this yard, staring at the giraffes, feeling the giraffes and like, bringing myself to a more regulated state and then knowing that like oh there's the giraffes it's all gonna be okay I I pulled um when I was in Malibu at the teepee I pulled some wild animal or animal power animal cards I don't know there was an oracle deck that was left in the teepee and I there were two cards hawk was it hawk I think it was a hawk but, but the the giraffe is the one that stood out they both like as I was shuffling fell out of the deck and uh so it just feels like an important symbol sign power animal relationship to me and so like it had this meaning to to be in that state and to notice those and to to be so aware of, of my environment not just spun up where I was that I could pay attention to it and that's something that I was thinking about yesterday on my walk about how I can look back and see how so many of the modalities that are are so important to me now have come to me at different points in my life and messages have come to me and I just like wasn't ready to receive like it really everything is there when we're ready for it everything's always there but it seems to arrive only when we're ready for it to to us but then I like I'm curious if any of you listening can think of something like that where it's like you know for me it's like kundalini yoga I'm like oh it's so powerful right now I'm like oh it's come to me on and off throughout the years, the kundalini yoga, the kundalini energy type of thing. Um, the nervous system healing work is like that for me. And I, it's now that I'm so into it that I can look back and go, oh, that, I remember that happening, but it didn't really seem significant then. Huh. Wow. I guess I've been like warming up to it all this time. And then like knowing that, I seem to like get a little bit more curious about some things when they come up than I may have before. Um, just cause I have that experience and that knowing. So I'm coming up on 25 minutes and I really, this is much longer than I wanted to do. It's much longer than I had in my schedule, um, to do this. So, <laughs> I'm going to wrap it up and, uh, yeah, have it on schedule again for tomorrow. Um, gonna make it a thing. So, uh, have a wonderful day and I'll be here again tomorrow. Lots of love until next time.